Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody, it's that time again. That's right, Believe Sports, Business, Sports, Media, also heard on pod clips around the world. I'm Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And, of course, uh, talk about this, that, and anything in sports, but basically sports media. Art Source with us, the uh, former kicker for the USC Trojans and uh, the Rams. And, uh, of course, Art never made quite as much money as uh, the folks at USC are now making for playing Football, interesting art. I think that uh, people are saying that uh, uh, women's college basketball isn't given enough uh, credit, isn't given enough money, isn't given this and that by the NCAA. But isn't that based on ratings and if people like it versus the men's game or like it versus some other games? I cannot stand women's basketball. I don't watch it. I think I'm in the majority. So if you're not going to watch something, why should it get as much credit as something that uh, people are watching? It shouldn't, Fred. Your Q rating is what it's all about. And, I mean, that goes in the world of professional golf, in football. I mean, do you think uh, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson are against the Lions' share of money if they were in college right now? Hell yeah, they would, just like Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, the thing that really kind of bothers me is we're talking about college athletes. So here's where, where I have a little problem with the NIL thing. I have no problem with kids making money. Uh, not when programs are making billions off the networks, but here's where it gets me: a kid that never played in, in high, never played in college yet, goes to Alabama. Bryce Young, he's got nine hundred thousand dollars already in endorsements. Right now, is that from Alabama, or is that for what he's going to provide? That's a little bit over the edge, in my opinion. I think it's a uh, part. Partly both. I think because he's playing for Alabama, he's getting more than he would if he was going elsewhere. Uh, now, does but, that give them an advantage over over Iowa State or hundred percent yeah, an advantage? No question. I mean, it's you know you win the national titles, you have an advantage. Uh, and the other side of it, UCLA, no national titles, but they also have an advantage. It's Los Angeles, and it's a you know, a public institution of higher learning and, you know, the first schools to play uh, black football players. I mean, there's a whole history of UCLA. There are certain schools that certainly. You don't have Sanders now, Fred. Uh, no, I, remember... title. <laughs> I, saw, I saw, you know, I saw a rerun years ago of Red Sanders on Groucho Marx. Uh-huh. He was fantastic. And the Groucho Marx show was, you know, Groucho was the comedian. and uh, they, said he, they said he was one of the sharpest cats on the planet, him and Tommy Prothrow. Oh, yeah. He, he's extremely sharp. He died, I think, at 48 or 49 of a heart attack. That's and their, a heart attack? And, yeah. and, their, and their program, uh, really, other than the years with Prothrow, and, you know, have never really been the same. I know Terry Downey, you know, just passed away, but there was no coach in my mind like uh, Tommy Prothrow in my generation. And, uh, of course, uh, Red Sanders uh, was unbelievable. And uh, 1954, of course, Ohio State had one side of the national title in 1954 UCLA had the other side one at AP one at UPI I forget which one had which but anyways okay and, and, so- and, and that one year they had Bob Toledo and they had that hurricane problem in Miami they had to reschedule a game yeah and they played that game probably in the in the beginning of the season when they were supposed to I think they had a chance at a national championship that year too that was the year after uh, Peyton graduated Tennessee and and T, Mar- and T Martin uh, ended up uh, the quarterback the next year in 98 and uh, because you saw he lost to Miami 
your point well taken. They scored 45 points in the game. I think they lost 49-45. I think your point again well taken that if it had been earlier in the season, I think the Bruins' defense probably would have held up. And uh, they were close, but uh, close uh, only counts, as they say, in horseshoes. But uh, Olympic Games, uh, a lot of people close, a lot of people not close. Ratings aren't close. They're down like 40% in most areas. Tell me why, Art Source. Well, I got to tell you, um, my, my two nephews live up at State College, PA. One's a radiologist, and one of their best friends who works out at their training center, okay, um, Dave Taylor just won the 98-kilogram freestyle wrestling, and we hunted down on four networks, four different apps, okay, and television on Verizon. Right. We could not find the gold medal match that happened almost 36 hours ago. Then we went to YouTube, and it wasn't on YouTube. So I'm saying there's a real big disconnect. Whatever happened to live television, and then you can show it again in prime time. Okay, there's a lot of people that want to see, see things, even though they're 13 hours ahead of us in the East and 10 hours ahead of you in the West. There's a lot of people that are, that are Olympic fans, Fred, who have no clue where to find their events. I wanted to see uh, Biles uh, in her one event, and I couldn't yeah. find it. I couldn't find it. I wake up this the next what morning. what I'm talking about. Yeah, it was I, over. I blame, I blame Peacock. I blame Comcast, NBC, Universal. They got all these sports on, you know, and I can't hone in on the, the four or five. Like, I love the men's shot put. I've always, you know, loved that event and the discus. Love track and field. Uh, something that I think is going the way of the condor eventually. Sure. Nobody seems to care about it, but I couldn't find that either. And it's real frustrating. And I think, you know, they got to think about, you know, really and truly how they can do this. And instead of putting everything on, let's run live, live programming. And then on the major network or NBC sports network, run the highlights. So you could actually catch up on everything that's real important the 25 key things that happened in about an hour and 30 minutes. No, I agree with you. I, I think it's a total mess. And talking about a total mess, folks, if you're a Notre Dame football fan, and I mean a real fanatic, you're not going to be able to watch the first game on NBC. Instead, no, it's going to be Peacock Plus, not Peacock, Peacock Plus, which means you have to buy the month of Peacock service in order to get that Notre Dame game. Our yeah. source, any comments? I mean, they're squeezing your neck. Well, well you know, here's, here's what bothers me. I bought NBC Gold because I like to watch golf sometimes prior to them coming on the air. Right. And they have other neat things on there, too. But because I have NBC Gold, now they want me to buy Peacock. And I'm like, wait a minute. You guys are the same thing. If I bought NBC Gold and pay five ninety nine a month, why don't you give me a free month of Peacock? And if I like it, I'll tune in. Yeah. But I mean, am I going to buy like ESPN Plus and Peacock? And all these other streaming networks, I mean, it's ridiculous, Fred. At a certain point in time, we're going to get down to, I'm going to call it the way it is. I think cable is gone. I think it's all going to be a la carte, and I think it's all going to be streaming within five to ten years. Folks, you're listening to Believe Sports Business Sports Media on all the apps and, of course, uh, pod clips around the world. Love to hear from you. Sportsfred at AO.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. I told my wife this. Uh, you know, I Look, at there was ABC, CBS, NBC, and then Fox came along. Fine. 
meaning you knew all the shows a few months ago was it a month ago two months ago the the nominees nominations uh, for the emmys came out and it's impossible for anybody to have watched all the shows because like art said he's got nbc gold and i've got apple but you can't have all of them and if you don't have all of them that means you have no shot of watching yeah, I all mean, the we, shows we had a summer full of fun by watching netflix but I got a little tired of the Australian accents after a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I mean, okay, but you have Netflix, you don't have Apple, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So if something's good on Apple, you know, you're bet. You know, I'm a member of After SAG, and yeah. I think Art is. So I don't know if they send them to you, but they send me all the shows. You know, not all the shows. They send my wife and I. You know, a lot of the shows, but certainly not the entire season of a certain comedy or right. a certain drama. So you really don't have a situation where you can really make a pick. Hey, I like that show better. Well, of the five, maybe I've seen two. It used to be of the five, I've seen all five. I don't know what's going on. And I was a TV holic growing up. And, uh, you know, we're, we're down to that. Generation, Fred, you know that. I mean, the, what really gets me, honestly, is you can turn network TV on and CBS has your Love Island. And, and I mean, come on, you guys. Can't we pre- create a good sitcom or or a, a good old cop drama where they treat people nice and, and defund the police and all the good stuff in life. <laughs> By the way, Aaron Rodgers did not get the uh, slot as host of Jeopardy. Mike Richards, the executive producer, got the shot, working out details as we speak. And we're taping this right now at 4.06 on Thursday afternoon, uh, August the 5th, to, uh, 2021. Uh, Mike Richards got the uh, the thing, and uh, Aaron did who's been with the show for a, how many years, he decides, since he's watched Alex Trebek do it for 25 years, and I think Art Fleming prior to that, right? Art uh, Fleming before that, sure. They both died yeah, of uh, pancreatic cancer. Myself, doesn't that smack a little bit of politics, just slightly? <laughs> well, the other, the other thing is, oh, he's done talk shows. He's done other game shows. I haven't seen oh, okay. him. I didn't know that. No, no, he's the only one who's ever done another game show. I mean, Katie Kirk was fine, but she had never done a, another game show. A lot of the folks were fine, but they've never done another game show. So he had a major advantage going in, but he was hired because he had done those other game shows. He's been there six or seven years now as executive okay. producer. So, you know, it's not, you know, and I thought he was the best. And I said it on this show and I've said, I said it on Facebook yeah. right away. Have, I, have you had a chance to watch uh, any of the, the shows this week with the guy from CNBC? Who uh, with Kramer in the morning? Uh, no, I've not seen him this week. I, I, I've, heard, I've, heard some, I've heard some good things about him. But like he said, he did it just because he wanted to do it because he loves the show. And they they asked him if he would be interested in doing it. And he did it. And, and I haven't seen him, but I've heard. I mean, they talk about it all morning when I watch my finance shows in the morning. But uh, anyway, David, what's his name? Uh, David, trying to think of his name. Anyway. Yeah, it's a, it's pretty amazing to me, and I think Aaron Aaron Rodgers got what he wanted, Fred. He really let me, did. Let me ask you a question. Dan Patrick is supposed to do it in a week or two, but now that we know that he's not going to get the job, do you think Dan Patrick will do it? Yeah, I think he will, because I think I think at this point in time, it's kind of fun to be able to say that you hosted one of the great shows of all time, even <laughs> if it was only for one day or five, a taping of five shows. You know how they do that. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a big Dan Patrick fan because you know what he does? He calls ESPN out for the cheap screws that they are. Hey, by the way, Fred, what's going on with the Las Vegas Raiders? 
They lose two executives, uh, a running backs coach, Kirby Wilson, retires. Okay, they lose the president of, of the franchise. And now three football players in their late 20s have decided to retire. Are they well, getting a little tired of the John Gruden uh, Kool-Aid? Yeah, I, again, I think he's overrated as a coach, and I thought he was overrated as a uh, TV commentator. But you can't blame Al Davis for this one. Um, no. <laughs> uh, uh, everything's but going you wrong. Certainly can be, you can blame Mark Davis, though, that's for sure. But the folks in Oakland probably are pretty happy about what's going on as far as the Las Vegas oh, Raiders that, are that concerned. That franchise has been lost for the last 15 years, man. All right, speaking of National Football League, in less than an hour – We've got the Hall of Fame game, Pittsburgh's one and a half versus Dallas. And, and, and let me say, and pre, of course, Dak's not playing, but let me just say this. You really have to be an addicted gambler to have a strong opinion on this one, don't you? Hey, I got I got the Steelers. I'm laying my point and a half. You're an addicted gambler. You're, you're, an, you're an addicted gambler. A whole $10 on it, friend. Let's not get excited. <laughs> no, on a serious nature. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm sure there'll be thousands bet on this game. But how can you have a strong opinion when you don't know which coach is going to do what? You know Cowboys don't have their quarterback. You don't know who's going to be COVID and who's not. You don't know anything. You don't know how many minutes has, the listen, stars Who are. has the 30 best guys of the of roster 53 through 85? <laughs> yeah, okay, that's a great you know, that's a great point. I mean, it really folks, you have any thoughts? I mean, on, on tonight's game. Now email me before the game starts, that'd be better. Don't email me afterwards. That really After doesn't matter. Game, oh yes, I told you the Steelers would win the over. <laughs> Sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com right hey, here. Fred, on I got please. something to tell you about, all right? This is you. Yeah. Yeah. So I finally I finally got my Street and Smith college football magazine. Okay. I ordered it like a, a month ago. They wanted $19 for it. I remember right. when I used to have to shell out three ninety nine. I thought they were killing me, right? Right. So who do you think the 10 best college quarterbacks are, according to Street and Smith? I hope two of them are in Southern California. Tell me, give me the, give me the answer to that. Well, you're, you're, you're Dorian Robinson. He is number 10 on the list. Right. Number one is a kid from North Carolina by the name of Sam Howell. Okay. And they say this kid's got the real McCoy. He's the real McCoy. going to set all the records. Um, you got a kid from Oklahoma named Spencer Rattler. Right. you got a, two USC guys. Well, actually, one's from Georgia and one's from USC. You have JT Daniels and you have Keaton uh, Slovis. They're ranked real high. Right. Now, here's the ones that I think are really interesting. Right. you got Bryce Young ranked number six, and he's, he's probably – had six passes in college so far. Yeah. And then you have, you have De'Eric King of Miami, Matt Corral, who's with, uh, with coach, coach Kiffin down at Ole Miss. And you have a guy named Malik Willis at Liberty university playing for uh, coach freeze. And they say that Malik Willis is much like the 49ers rookie quarterback who, uh, who's going to be backing up uh, Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo this year. Lance, he's uh, got all this talent, but he needs he needs a little work. But there's your list of the top ten in college. Any of those guys, other than well, Spencer Rattler, we got to throw him in there. Any of those guys really excite you? No. And again, from based on last year, because 
we really didn't watch all that many games and mm-hmm. there wasn't fans in the stands in many cases. I didn't watch all that much. And I don't know how yeah. Athlon or Street and Smith's or anybody or Lindy's can really have a strong opinion based on the fact that last year really didn't happen. You know, it's, it's almost. And that's kind of what I was intimating because I love preseason all America. You know what I mean? Especially after a, a season where guys played five, six games. Cal played what four games? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, how can you really make any really strong opinions or thoughts? I, folks, uh, sports Fred at AO.com, sports Fred at AO.com. Again, we're taping this on Thursday. Seems like every day the LA Dodgers are signing another old guy. Uh, I was thinking that perhaps they would start the the night games now at five thirty. They signed Cole Hamill. Uh, yes, they did for one million dollars and two hundred thousand per start. I was just, I think that means that they don't think that uh, uh, Kershaw is going to be 100% in the near future. Uh, but I mean, Kohan was a nice guy. Everybody liked him. I mean, okay, fine and dandy, but he's 37 years of age. I'm sorry. I mean, at 37, I mean, I, again, on Wednesday night, I saw uh, uh, Scherzer do his thing seven innings, 10 strikeouts, two runs. Well, they win Scherzer, seven and two. Workout, workout regimen is a little different than Cole Hamill's. I can tell you that much. <laughs> I, let me ask you something. Uh, they win seven to five, but it's it's interesting that they put Jansen in up seven to three, and of course he gives up two runs in the uh, top of the ninth. And they could have lost the game. And if you're going to keep playing Jansen, you're going to lose a lot of games. But there there was a when it was seven to two, Korea's up, and uh, a fly ball down the right field line that uh, uh, what's his name Bellinger was going to catch. However, a fan, now the glove was not outside uh, of the fans. I mean, the, the uh-huh. glove glove was in the stands, so he wasn't like he was on the field. But uh, Bellinger was going to make that catch, and yet the fan stole the ball from him, caught the ball. And then, of course, two pitches later, Korea hits a home run, makes it 7-3. to three. I mean, the fan doesn't understand. I mean, if you're a Dodger fan, you don't do that. In a, in a, in a, in a ball patch. Back off and let him catch it, he'll probably give you the ball. Yeah, I mean, if he just back off. But the point is, he didn't, and he's he's with friends. You can see it, and he's like smiling, and he's happy, like he's a he's a genius. And I, you know, I'm not talking as a Dodger fan. I'm saying at any ballpark, if you're a Yankee fan, you don't do it if the Yankees are going to make a catch. And if any ballpark, you just don't do it if your favorite team is going to make the catch. But this is the world we live in now, Fred, because everybody's looking for that 15 seconds of fame. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm on TV. You know, and. And they wind up looking like idiots, or as my as my Sicilian grandfather used to say, shit rules, okay, which is a goofball, right? He goes, what is this guy doing? You know, I'm here to watch a ball game, and he's he's actually dealing, you know, taking away from the home team's advantage. All right, <laughs> so so the so the question is, uh, Bellinger, has he hit 200 in the season? I think he's hitting 160 as we speak. Boy, he's I, I don't know what's going on quite with him. I know he's got a bunch of nagging injuries, and but he seems like he's swinging for the downs. On, I mean, he winds up on his knees on some of these swings. I mean, how about just laying the bat on the ball with the ability you have? You're going to slash it all over the ballpark and be the MVP you were in 2019. You know, it's interesting from the, from this perspective. You know, he was the uh, cleanup guy. Then he was the fifth. Then he was batting sixth. Then he was batting seventh. On Wednesday night, he was batting eighth. And I'm just wondering if Roberts, maybe the next time out, puts the pitcher eighth and Bellinger ninth. 
Because then, because no, no, he's got one thing going for him. He's got he's really fast. So now you got I Bellinger. I know you would be like an extra an extra leadoff guy. Right now you got Bellinger and Betts back to back. I don't think he would take that too well Can psychologically. I, I would not think. I, I'm not a huge Dave Roberts fan. Neither I like I. the man. I think he's a great guy. I think he's a wonderful person. You know, play around to golf with, maybe have dinner with. But in terms of uh, X's and O's and then managing and and all that type of stuff. He reminds me a little of Don Mattingly when he first came to the Dodgers. He didn't know a double switch from a diaper. That's so true. And now, you know, people, again, Don's got COVID-19. I hope he gets better. But I agree with you. When he was a Dodger manager, he didn't know anything. And, and, and listen, if Roberts keeps putting <laughs> Kenley Jansen out there, either he's too nice a guy or he doesn't know anything because I can see it on the television miles away I could hit Ken, almost hit Kenley Jansen right now, and I can hardly stand up. He's down the middle. He's got no movement on his pitches. Hey, you know, I'm kind of privately hoping that the Dodgers kind of have a little bit of a rough last 60 games because I'd love to see Mike Socha become the manager of the Dodgers. So as we're speaking this afternoon on Thursday, uh, August the 5th, Arizona was beating the Giants 4 to nothing in the ninth, in the 8th or ninth inning. Giants tied it up, and now they're up six to four versus the Diamondbacks. Are horrible, I admit that. But what I'm just yeah, telling they're, you, they're having they're having one mystical season. I mean, I don't know what what Kapler's doing with that, but he's <laughs> taking a group of guys. And I mean, when they went out and got Bryant, that was probably the most under the radar best move. And and I mean, look look at how much the Cubs missed Epstein in just a matter of six months. They have gone from a, a five six year run where they were in the hunt and there all the time, and now they, they blow out their three best players, and they what do they got? They got Stugatz for them. All right, do you think a, a final final thought uh, on this Thursday, Arturs? Give us your final thought. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm a little upset at the Olympics like we talked about earlier. Uh, I'm going down to Ocean City for four days of R&R and some golf. Right. Um, I, just, I just hope to heck that we get through this next phase of this Delta variant, it's starting to scare me. It looks like everything's going to close down and the timing is not good because it looked like we started to make the right move in society, getting people to get back to work. You know, and I wonder about those 95 million people, why they're waiting to get the shot. I mean, is it because they want to make sure that it's okay you know, with the, uh, the, the, you know, the National Institute of Health or if it gets okay. I mean, what, what, what's keeping these people from doing it, Fred? I think they've been hypnotized by Donald Trump. And, uh, of course, uh, he fought against it. And I don't know. Did if he, he re- get vaccinated? I don't know. I mean, see, he said he was, but do you I believe he did? It? Yeah, Unless you see it, you're not going to believe it. And even if you see it, yeah. that people are going to believe that he just got water in his arm or something like that. He's such a liar. But but the point, I think that's it. I think he's he's capable of hypnotizing people. I think he's hypnotized a good percentage of those people. And the crazy thing is I live in L.A. County, okay? And I'm two blocks from Ventura County. So in the morning, my wife goes and, and I go to Smart and Final, which is in L.A. County. So you have to wear a mask mm-hmm. again. Ventura County, again, is two blocks away. And Trader Joe's is perhaps a mile away. You don't have to wear masks. So I guess the, the variant Delta doesn't get to Ventura County. 
it just gets to LA County. It's that mythical wall right there. <laughs> uh, now, I, now, if you think about the insanity of what's going on, and you and you got a governor now that is insane who's fighting well, for. You know, we just had two. We just had two uh, counties here, very similar, right above us. You know, they had a they have a red alert going in one county, and and we're still like blue here, which is good. And I'm like, you know, how how are they? How are they figuring all this out? And I mean, are they really in the mixed messaging is what I was getting at, Fred, more than anything. We need to have one message and we need to get everybody inoculated and get this thing in the past. Okay. And I mean, it just needs to be done. And I don't know what we can do other than mandate it. Be well. We'll talk to you tomorrow for Sports Overnight America. Scott and Thanks, Mario, man. thank you very much for putting this podcast together because Fred can't do it. It's Believe Sports Business Sports Media heard on pod clips around the world. Again, Art, thank you. Scott, thank you. Mario, thank you. And the audience, email us, sportsfredadale.com. Back next week right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.